Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 156. Today is November 23rd, 2015. I'm your host, John Pugliano. I'm also the founder and money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, in today's episode, I'd like to continue the end of the year theme where we're talking about things that you should think about and concentrate on so that you can go into the new year with a better attitude and just a better thought process about investing. You want to be able to make up for past mistakes and you want to hit the ground running in 2016. So many of these recent episodes have focused on some things that I think you should concentrate on. And I want to carry on that theme in today's podcast. So for those of you that are looking for specific market analysis or thoughts or insight in trading, uh, I'm not going to get that on this episode, but please listen anyways. I think you'll find that what I'm going to talk about today is valuable, not only in your dealings with the stock market, but your overall attitude and successfulness in life. Before I get started, a couple house cleaning notes. First off, I do want to mention about some bugs, some problems I've been having with email notifications. For those of you that have subscribed through the website over at wellsteading.com to get notifications of new episodes, well, you probably haven't been receiving those. There's just a handful of people that have. However, I think I have that bug fixed right now, so you should be receiving regular updates whenever I post a new episode. And then, of course, don't forget, you can always do that free of charge over at iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your preferred method of uh, podcast syndication might be. But I'm happy to have you sign up for it uh, at wellsteading.com. Whatever your preference is, doesn't matter to me. Uh, But again, I apologize for those of you that haven't been getting notices. I think that's fixed now. And then as far as my regular firm's website, investablewealth.com, I know there are still maybe one or two people that because of their spam filters or something along those lines, they're not getting notices whenever I have a new blog post over there. However, I think uh, 99.9% of people are now receiving regular updates when I do have a post on the observation and commentary side of that website. So I appreciate your patience on that, though I think it's all worked out. The other thing I wanted to make you aware of is that today on the Trading Story podcast, I was interviewed by Brandon Clay. I think he did a really good job of interviewing me about my background and my philosophy on trading. I've included a link in the show notes to that episode. He does a really good job with his podcast. So if you haven't heard that before, I direct you over to the Trading Story podcast and have a listen to what Brandon and I talked about. And so as far as today's episode, I want to talk to you about the value of dreaming. Now, this isn't going to be any kind of uh, weird, esoteric, uh, or psychobabble episode about how you can think and grow rich or some law of attraction where you can just dream up your own reality. But what I do want to cover with you is my personal experience and my personal observations about the importance of dreams. And when I talk about dreaming, I mean both your daydreams and your night dreams. Whenever I speak with not only just young people, but even people in their middle age, sometimes they're confused. They're not sure what direction they want their life to take. They don't think that they're in a fulfilling career. And they ask me for advice or recommendations about their career aspiration or whether they should start their own company, you know, things of that nature. And when they start to tell me their story and give me the background information, the way I try and help them and guide them is not to only focus on the facts that they provide me, but to try and dig down and understand where their heart is leading them. And again, I want to emphasize that I'm not talking any esoteric stuff or pretend that I'm a psychoanalyst and I'm sitting on Oprah's couch or anything. 
but I just want to point out that sometimes you have to go beyond the obvious or beyond the facts. You know, when we deal in, in trading stocks, we're looking at the facts. We're looking at price volume. We're looking at fundamentals like valuations, and we're looking at charts and chart patterns, moving averages. That's very fact and factual based. But when we're dealing with our own ambitions and where we want to take our life and trying to understand what our purpose is and what we want to be successful at, well, then it really has less to do with the facts and more to do with your attitude and your desires and your dreams. Now, I don't totally rule out factual information when I'm talking to someone and trying to help them with a career decision or, or some question of that matter. You know, for example, if you're, if you're good with mathematics and you like accounting, that's something factual. That might be a talent or an ability you have, and that's a good starting point. But if you hate business or you hate the concept of being an accountant or you don't want to be locked in an office or you don't want to deal with rules and regulations and tax laws and policies and all these things, then it doesn't matter how great of a skill level you have at being an accountant if you don't want to be one. I remember one time I was talking to a doctor. And this guy was probably in his early 30s. He had a great career, an excellent education, a beautiful wife, wonderful family. I mean, all those kind of things. If you passed the guy in the street, you'd look at him and you'd think he had a charmed life. And you'd say, gee, I wish that was me. But you know what? The guy hated being a doctor. He was a doctor because his father was a doctor, and I don't know, maybe his grandfather before him. He felt that he had to go to medical school because that was the direction that his family pushed him. Although he made a lot of money and on the surface looked like he had a great lifestyle, the guy was miserable. So it didn't matter that he had the family connections and the aptitude and all these other things to get into medical school. It didn't even matter that he was probably a pretty good doctor. The reality of the situation was that the guy didn't want to do it. And so that's why I say when you're dealing with these type of personal matters, the facts are important, but they're really secondary. And so one thing that I think that you should consider when you're having questions about which career path should you follow or should you accept another type of job or should you start your own business or, you know, whatever that meaningful decision is in your life where you're coming to the crossroads and you have to go either left or right. Maybe it's about should you become a parent or should you get married? or some other, you know, life-changing decision. Something I would encourage you to focus on is what are you dreaming about? And I mean both daydreaming and also night dreaming. For those of you that think that I'm kind of wandering off the reservation here with this topic, let me just give you two examples about how important your dreams are. For those of you that have a religious persuasion, think about all the comments and commentary in the scriptures, you know, particularly things like in the Old Testament, for those of you that might be of the uh, Judeo-Christian faith. Think about what an emphasis both the Old and the New Testament place on dreams and dreaming. So if night dreams weren't important, for those of you that have religious faith, I would ask you why they talked about so prominently in scripture. And then for those of you that aren't interested in faith-based type things, but you have more of a worldview that's based solely on, you know, science and scientific exploration, things like that. Well, for those people, I would ask you to consider why we dream. Think of it from an evolutionary process. Our mind consumes a lot of energy, and that's whether we're thinking when we're awake or, or when we're thinking when we're asleep. If night dreams are not important, or even daydreams for that matter, then why are humans hardwired to spend a lot of their times both daydreaming and nightdreaming? 
what's the evolutionary reason for that if it's not important? And I talk about humans, but we know that all mammals dream. I don't know enough about zoology to know if every living thing dreams, but I know for a fact that mammals dream. And to verify that, all you need to do is look at your dog or your cat. When my dog's taking a little snooze or a nap, I can tell if he's having a happy dream or if he's afraid of something in his sleep. So for you scientific-based people, if dreaming isn't important, why are we hardwired to do it? Well, I'm not going to answer the question. I'm simply going to tell you that my personal belief is that dreaming is extremely important. And I'm not talking about our dreams making us so prophetic or being able to see into the future. I'm talking about dreaming as a source of inner feedback that our body, our mind, our subconscious gives to us and provides us with clues about ways that we should be directing our lives or as a coping mechanism that our subconscious is providing us to be able to, to solve the real world conscious decisions and conflicts that we face every day. So I'm not telling you that you're going to be able to go to sleep at night and dream about a winning lottery ticket or dream about what type of stock trade you should be making. That's not where I'm going with this. What I want you to consider as you move into 2016 and you're thinking about making a career move or some other type of critical life-changing decision that you're struggling with that you're, or that you're unsure about, don't just look at the facts. Look at your inner self. What is your subconscious telling you and which way is it directing you? And the reason I say this is because I think that you do have an inner sense, an innate ability to know what direction you're headed in. You were created and put on this earth for a purpose, whether it's you know by intelligent design or just the way you're hardwired from crawling out of the evolutionary slime of your primordial inheritance. I mean, I don't care why it is, but you are hardwired a certain way. And I think whenever your life is aligned with and moves in the direction of what your innate abilities are, then then you'll be happiest and you'll not only be happiest, but you'll be most efficient and most productive and you'll do the most good for the world and the people around you. I see way too many people stuck in jobs or careers that they hate doing mundane tasks and things that are just uninspiring and to a large degree dehumanizing. I don't want to see you end up that way. So as you consider these career moves or what directions your life should flow in, I'd encourage you to think about your dreams. Think about both your daydreams and your night dreams. Whenever you're sitting around during the day and your mind drifts off, what are you daydreaming about? Take those thoughts and focus them. Focus them on productive and beneficial concepts. Try and Funnel that energy into coming up with real-world solutions or real-world situations where you can place yourself as a career or by developing products and services that are in line with those dreams, in line with those thoughts that you're having during the day, where you feel comfortable, where you feel fulfilled, and where you just feel energized and charged. Now, I'm not saying that if you're 69 years old and you sit around all day daydreaming about being a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, I don't think that's reality. I don't think that's going to happen. But if that is your daydream and that is your situation, then maybe you should be coaching little kids and teaching them about football. And maybe if you spent your Saturday mornings doing that, your life would be more fulfilling. So you have to take that irrationality and that fantasy of your daydreams and channel it into realistic goals and objectives. 
The other thing is with your night dreams. Now your night dreams, I don't think you have as much of an influence over, uh, a conscious influence over anyways as you as you do with your daydreams because I think when you start daydreaming about a topic, you can take it into certain directions and try and bring it into reality and try and find a realistic outlet for that dream. Your night dreams, I think, are more of your subconscious trying to direct and guide you. So take note of what's going on in your night dreams. In the morning when you wake up, keep a pencil and paper by your, by your bed on your nightstand. Write down what you dreamed about. Write down what happened. See if you see a pattern in what you're dreaming about. Do you have a reoccurring nightmare that haunts you every night or maybe haunts you once a month or every six weeks? Write it down. See what it is that you're so fearful of that your body is trying to inoculate you against. During the day, in reality, attack that particular fear that you have. Overcome it. Your subconscious is telling you that that's a weakness or that's a troubled spot. So deal with it. Take it on in the light of day so you don't have to have that reoccurring nightmare at night. Or do you have a reoccurring dream that's positive? Is it directing you in a certain direction? Is it almost like a daydream? Do you wake up after having that dream and feel refreshed and energized and ready to go out and face the day? Well, again, write that down. What is it? What's motivating you towards happiness? Now, I can't tell you what these things are in your life. That's why it's so important for you to observe those daydreams and those night dreams because your subconscious is trying to point you into the direction that you're hardwired for. It's trying to point you and prod you along into what you were put on this earth for. I say this not only because I've experienced it in my own life, but I've heard similar stories and experiences from successful people that were able to harness the energy of their daydreams and their night dreams and funnel that and direct that into a productive career or a fulfilling hobby or in some other way moving and directing their life into a path where they felt they were headed towards a successful, meaningful existence. So think about what I'm saying here. See if it applies into your life. If you have some things that you've been troubled with or you have some uncertainty or some conflicts about whether you should go to the left or to the right or which way you should turn when you come to that crossroads and these are things that you're facing and decisions that need to be made for 2016, then between now and the end of the year, take some time. Have a little dream journal. Think about what you're daydreaming about. Record those dreams that you're having at night when you're sleeping. Try and get an idea of where your subconscious is directing you and then try and make some sense out of it. Figure out how you can apply that in your everyday life. I think if you do this, you'll be moving your life in the right direction. And let me know how things work out for you. I'd be curious to get your feedback specifically on this topic. Well, hey, as always, remember, in this podcast, I don't ever make specific recommendations or offer advice. I simply talk about what's on my mind. I share with you my trading positions. I give you some idea of what I'm thinking about. And a lot of times I'm just talking out loud. But remember, this is just talk. You need to think for yourself. And so consider what I've said. See if it applies in your life. Make the best of it. We'll be sure and come back for the next episode. I'll probably be focusing more on some market-based and some stock market topics when we meet again. 